0: An updated look at the NFL playoff picture, the two sides of the Buccaneers fan base injury updates ahead of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and New York Giants contest on Monday night in football, and Antonio Brown back in the news. You are Locked On Buccaneers,
1: your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast
0: Network, your team every day. What's Bucks Nation? Welcome to today's episode of the Locked On Bucks Podcast. And thank you for making the Locked On Bucks Podcast your first listen every day. I am David Harrison, your host for today's episode. My co-host James Yarko is off for this episode. But you can find him on Twitter at Jarko underscore Bucks. Find me at D Harrison82. Find the show at Locked On Bucks. Find everything we're writing about your Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Bucksnation.com and on Twitter at bucks underscore Nation. We are free and available on all platforms. And, of course, we are on YouTube. No matter where you're listening or viewing, please click subscribe or follow. Let us know how we're doing. Again, we thank you for making the Locked On Bucks podcast your first listen or watch every single day. We're kicking off today's episode with the only way we possibly could with Antonio Brown. Uh, Being accused now of forging his COVID-19 vaccine card through his his lawyer has vehemently vehemently denied all of these allegations. But here is the breakdown of the story. And of course, this was uh, done via Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. So you can find the full write up over at the Tampa Bay Times website. And basically what's happening, guys, here's former personal chef chef to Antonio Brown, Steven Ruiz, is the one accusing Antonio Brown of having a forged COVID-19 vaccine card. And he presented texts between himself, the, the personal chef, and Antonio Brown's girlfriend, Sydney Moreau. And in the screenshot shared by Rick Stroud via the Tampa Bay Times, they show a text conversation between the personal chef and between A.B.'s girlfriend. And basically, the gist of it is Moreau texting Ruiz saying, can you get the COVID cards? Ruiz saying, I can try. Moreau then responds with j and J shot, meaning the Johnson & Johnson shot. A.B. was said he would give you $500. That's Moreau to Ruiz via the text message. Ruiz then saying, they used tell Rick Stroud that A.B. wanted the Johnson & Johnson card because it requires less paperwork a one-dose shot versus a two-dose shot uh, like the Moderna and Pfizer. AB and Ruiz apparently had a falling out because of unpaid debts. Ruiz, the personal chef, accuses or or alleges uh, that AB owes him $10,000. Ruiz says he first tried to uh, reach a settlement with the Buccaneers themselves, reaching out to Bucks Illegal. Then he tried talking to Antonio Brown's lawyer before deciding to go public and bringing the story to Rick Stroud, again, of the Tampa Bay Times. Uh, according to the story, Ruiz was unable to facil- facilitate obtaining the uh, the uh, forged cards but claims that AB later showed him fake vaccination cards just a few weeks later telling Ruiz that he purchased them for himself and Moreau. From my understanding, that is going to be a conversational thing. No proof of that, uh, just something that Ruiz claims again against AB. Things get a little bit sickier in the story, though, because Tom Brady unfortunately loosely connected. And how is that? Well, it was Alex Guerrero, Brady's personal trainer, and co-founder of TB12, who actually took the photograph of Brown's vaccine card for the Buccaneers. According, again, to Shroud's article, the Buccaneers allowed Guerrero and other people inside the organization to help out in the photographing of vaccine cards from players and staff members, send them to head trainer Bobby Slater, who eventually got those to their infection control officer. So basically, Guerrero taking the photo, which then, of course, connects Tom Brady through Guerrero. Now, the question, of course, being, is this some big, huge conspiracy? Probably not. Ruiz did say, according to the article, that he does not believe Guerrero knew that the card was a forgery. And if you have the COVID vaccine, then you know as well as I do that there's really no way to spot a forged COVID-19 vaccine card unless you just happen to memorize all of the lot numbers and, and shot record numbers of the ones that have been used, which I don't think exists outside of maybe, maybe a bad showtime documentary type of show. Um, so anyway, that's if you go too far down the rabbit hole, you drive yourself a little bit crazy. Uh, but basically, Guerrero was able to take the photo, get it to the Buccaneers who are supposed to vet that whole thing. Um, Brown's lawyer has given several statements. There are several statements out there, uh, but two Tampa Bay Times specifically for the article, uh, Brown's lawyer, Sean Burstin text in a statement saying, quote, Antonio Brown appreciates the severity of the pandemic, which is why he got the vaccine and supports everyone for whom it is advisable to get the vaccine. Coronavirus has hit close to home as it took him out of a." game he is healthy vaccinated and ready to win another super bowl one of the worst parts of the pandemic has been a movement to cast doubt on our country's vaccination programs with baseless vindictive tabloid gossip end quote the nfl places responsibility for collecting and vetting vaccination cards in the hands of the teams themselves of course if the accusations are true then obviously discipline in the form of a fine or perhaps a suspension could be handed down from the league with brown's previous history i think a suspension is probably likely to kind of compare and contrast, not the exact same situation uh, at all, if if it does prove to be true. But the Green Bay Packers were fined $300,000. Aaron Rodgers himself received a $14,650 fine for misleading the league about his vaccination, vaccination status recently and for the Packers uh, not holding up to some of the protocols put in place uh, and agreed upon by the NFL and the NFLPA. Uh, AB did miss week three, uh, the loss of the Los Angeles Rams because of COVID. It went through a 10-day waiting period which is usually reserved for unvaccinated players to have to go through, which is a little bit of an interesting wrinkle. Uh, And then, of course, Bruce Arians in the middle of this whole thing, Uh, early September stating that the team was 100% vaccinated, so obviously this would throw a little bit of a wrench in that story. Uh, All in all, the story is kind of shifty. There's a lot of layers to this whole thing. I don't know what's true. I don't know what's not true. That's not what I'm here to decide for anybody, basically just helping to deliver the information to those of you, especially those of you who don't have access to Tampa Bay Times. Um, but it even takes time kind of a, a Hollywood twist, right? Uh, and Apparently at some point Ruiz, the, the personal chef who's making these allegations against Brown went to a Los Angeles fixer, apparently that's what they're called, who's known for basically reaching, high, reaching settlements with high profile people. Uh, apparently the fixer uh, whose name is Kevin Blatt was involved uh, most notably or, or somewhat notably with the release of the Paris Hilton sex tape back in 2003, so that is an event in, in our history that I never thought would make this show, but You know, here we are. This is this what we're talking about. And apparently, this fixer Kevin Blatt reached out to Bucks Legal, told him that they had two players with vaccine card issues. So that's interesting. Uh, Perhaps there's more to the story than Stroud can confirm and therefore publish at this point in time. Obviously, something that's going to continue to be monitored and discussed until it just goes away. Uh, The hope, I know, uh, James, our my co-host here and and guy you guys know very well, is hoping that Antonio Brown is telling the truth and in this circumstance and is actually the victim of an exploitation attempt and that, you know, everything will be proven in the wash bottom line. Uh, it's either going to get proven that he's correct or it's going to be proven that he's wrong. Either way, the Buccaneers did make a statement quotes after an extensive educational process conducted throughout our organization this past offseason, highlighting the benefits of the COVID-19 vaccines. We received and completed vaccination cards from all Tampa Bay Buccaneers players and submitted the required information to the NFL through the established process. And according with league policy, All vaccination cards were reviewed by Buccaneers personnel and no irregularities were observed. End quote. Whether Antonio Brown is or is not vaccinated, whether his card is or is not legitimate, something that is legitimate, guys, is the GetUpside app. And it's free, which is the best part, because it's a free app that gives you cash just by using it. All you have to do, download the free GetUpside app by going to the Apple Store or Google Play right now. And when you do sign up, use the promo code touchdown and you will get an extra 25 cents per gallon off of your first tank of gas and you get up to 25 cents per gallon off of each tank of gas anyway, so for that first tank, you might get 50 cents per gallon off by using the Get Upside app. After that, you get up 25 cents per gallon off for every other gas trip that you make. Again, that's the Get Upside app. It's a free app, no strings attached. You just use the promo code touchdown to get that bonus $0.25 cents on your first tank of gas. And when you want your cash back, all you got to do is click on the app. You have it sent right back to your account. You can have it sent to PayPal. You can get it in an e-gift card for Amazon or many other brands. Again, just download the GetUpside app. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN for up to $0.50 cents per gallon back in your first tank of gas. Again, that's the GetUpside Upside. Now for second two here at the Locked On Bucks Podcast, wrapping up the week. Not our preview episode. The game is Monday night, so we have another episode dropping between now and then. James will be back with me for that episode. That will be our preview episode. Of course, in the meantime, you can follow James over on Twitter at J underscore Bucks. I am at D Harrison82, the YouTube show at Locked On Bucks. We thank you again for making the Locked On Bucks podcast your first listen every single day. Getting into some on-field stuff, right? Let's get back to what really, really matters here, the reason you're here for the show, and that is Tampa Bay Buccaneers football product. Sean Murphy bunting, Scotty Miller, Rob Gronkowski, all at practice. Antonio Brown catching passes on the side from Tom Brady and the jugs machine Vita Vea, in a knee brace at practice, but not participating. Later on after practice, Todd Bowles said, we'll see where SMB is at the end of the week to determine if and how much he will play versus the New York Giants on Monday Night Football for week 11. So as we go through this, guys, wide receiver Antonio Brown, again, listed as a DNP cornerback, D Delaney, also not participating on Thursday. Wide receiver Chris Godwin with that foot injury that he played through against the Washington football team, a limited participant. Rob Gronkowski, full participant in practice. That's great news, as is outside linebacker Jason Pierre-Paul. Again, all of that from Thursday. Vita Vita Vea not participating. For the Giants, uh, not participating for them. Linebacker Lorenzo Carter, defensive back Nate Ebner, and wide receiver Sterling Shepard and tight end Caden Smith. If you go back to our crossover with Patricia Trana she does not expect Sterling Shepard to play in this game, but she does expect Saquon Barkley to participate. He was a limited participant on Thursday, as was Devontae Booker, who has been filling in for Barkley since he's been injured. He also was a limited participant. Fullback Colin Gillaspie, also limited for the New York Giants. That is our Thursday injury report. Obviously, we'll have more injury news before actual game day, and we will have some of that on our preview episode. Again, dropping Monday sunday night actually for youtubers monday in audio form just like everything else in the meantime we've got more voicemails to get to more members of bucks nation who want to have their voice heard so let's kick it off right now with manny from atmore
1: what up boys manny from atmore man um i don't know what to say i don't know what to say man i i just can't believe how we played um is it me or is it every team that has to set a record always sets it against the Bucks? Like Washington, I guess, uh, never had a drive that was so long. Uh, they haven't had any touchdowns in the red zone. Um uh, all of those were first yesterday with us. Um, how does a team get the ball with 10 minutes left? Maybe I'm sorry. I don't know. 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter and we don't get the ball back. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I, I mean, is it also me, but does it feel like a fan can run out to uh, the field and hit one of our players with a baseball bat on the knees and we don't, you know, get a flag, uh, a flag call for that? I mean, the face mask, uh, on, 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 on Lenny was so obvious that the replay shows the referee staring right at that play and, um, nothing, no call, no nothing. Um, a two and six team that uh, quite frankly, you know, on paper and on everything else, you know, like you guys talked about last week was nowhere near in any way, shape or form, uh, was supposed to, um uh, kick our ass. I mean, it, it just was not supposed to happen, right? Um, we have the Giants next weekend and I am, uh, biting my nails. I don't know if we're going to be able to pull that off um i extremely confused uh don't know what the crap is wrong with brady um with our defense um i don't know what the status of vea is i haven't looked into that um and i'm listening to you guys today this morning I'm, I'm getting ready to do that but um i don't know man I, i'm i know that i'm not the only bucks fan that's that's this frustrated um we uh, like you said, not too high, not too low. Well, right now it's, it's, we're almost getting to the red, uh, RPMs. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what's uh, going to happen. I don't, you know, playoffs. Yeah. How, I don't know. Wild card again. Um, just confused. Um, just waiting and anxious, uh, to hear what you guys have to say. Um, frustrated. Fire the cannons, baby. Bucks fan to the dead die, but we got to fix it. Something's got to happen. God bless, God
0: bless, boys. All right, Manny, appreciate the phone call as always. And, yeah, you're right. You're not the only Buccaneers fan who's on edge uh, right now. And and when you called and and going into the weekend, and listen, the New York Giants, I mean, for, for what it's worth, you know, I, I think this is another matchup that on paper, you know, the, the New York Giants should not even really hold a candle to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But the last two matchups between these two teams and both of them under uh, Bruce Arians for the Buccaneers – Decided by a combined three points. You go back to that Matt Gay missed field goal. At the end of the game, a one-point loss for the Buccaneers. And then last season, a two-point win for the Buccaneers. So a total of three points deciding this game. And the Buccaneers in the last two matches, the Giants are plus one in the scoring margin. So, I mean, for whatever reason, the New York Giants have been playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Very, very tough in the Bruce Arians era. Uh, This is a new game. It's a new opportunity. And, you know, some more motivation for these players. Uh, To get right, I think that the key to remember is that, you know, the team is still six and three, still first place in the NFC South. And like we kind of said, when the when the Saints beat the Buccaneers, the story is far from over. Could it get worse? It absolutely could. But could it also get a lot better? It absolutely could. And I think both James and I are pretty confident in these players, this coaching staff to be able to right the ship and get things going on the right track. And, and we're not alone on that either, Manny. You're not alone in your, uh, your outlook on things and, and nail biting and everything else, but we are also not alone in our confidence. Let's hear now from Mo.
2: Yo, what's going on bucks nation. My boys over at locked on bucks. It's your boy, Mo Mack in San Jose. Uh, I just wanted to call in and just, you know, simmer everybody down. I was looking at it and last year going into our buy, we were seven and five. And we are six and three right now. People are acting like we are six and 10 at, you know, about to not make it to the playoffs. I think we haven't played a healthy game yet. We haven't had everybody here and healthy playing together. So there's no, no way for everybody to be consistent. There's no way for everybody to learn, you know, a hundred percent what's going on because once again we got people out of place. You know, our DB room is looking like a like a man, it, looking like a, a ICU. It's, it's terrible, but there's room for improvement. It's not like everybody's healthy and we're doing this bad. You know, we got got we got to go. Tom Brady, he's had a bad two games, but it, it, it's 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 going to get right. Once we get everybody back healthy, once we get everything going, I feel like the Bucs are going to make another run. Again, seven and five going into the bye, we are six and three right now. I don't think we have any cause for concern. Love you guys. Appreciate everything you do. Go Bucs.
0: Mo calling in with a voice of reason, and I think I think honestly, guys, that's the most that's the that's the sanest way to look at this thing. Is the team is six and three, and like Mo just kind of pointed out there, in theory, and nobody wants it to happen. Believe me. But in theory, this team could go one and two over the next three games and lose three of the of the last five games by the time we're all done, I and mean, be in the exact same record position uh, that they were last season. Obviously, again, nobody wants to see that happen. But this team uh, is is far in a way uh, is still in a better shape and better spot than they were in in twenty twenty. Uh, it's just the losses are ugly. You know what I mean? You, you see Trevor Simeon on the field instead of Drew Brees, and even instead of Jameis Winston. And it's ugly. The, the Taylor Heineke deal is ugly. The thing about it, though, guys, I think when you go back to some of the losses from uh, from from last season versus this season, even last season, those losses were put on the Buccaneers. Like the some of these other teams came out and put a whooping on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, even the Green Bay Packers are in the, initially in the early going of that game. And they, the Bucks obviously end up coming back to win. They were were imposing the, their will on the Buccaneers. These are all self-inflicted wounds. And self-inflicted wounds, as much as you hate to see the market, are kind of in some ways the easiest to fix because again, you're you're doing it to yourself. And that's my key uh to victory for this week is you it's hard enough to beat one NFL team, right? Buccaneers go out there against the Giants. It's hard enough to beat the New York Giants. It's hard, really, it's even it's a lot harder, almost impossible for the Buccaneers to go out there and beat the New York Giants and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So That is what the the Buccaneers are going to need to do. So Manny, Mo, love both your calls. And and yeah, neither of you are alone. So hang in there. Hopefully after this week uh, and after Monday Night Football, we'll have some pleasant things to talk about. And speaking of pleasant things coming up, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. I love Thanksgiving. I love all the food. I love the family. I love the friends. I love the celebration. Just being thankful for everything that we have in life because hopefully you guys out there are like me with blessings on blessings on blessings and maybe... After all those blessings, you want some yummy dessert, but you don't want all the calories that comes with all that sugar. If so, that would be the perfect time for a built Bar because built Bar is your new holiday dessert option. When you, If you want to feast on something delicious and feel good about it, one slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end. Most built Bars are 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. So replace that coconut cream pie with a coconut built Bar, low-calorie, low-carb, low-fat, high-protein, Covered in 100% real chocolate. Built is a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, grab a Built Bar or two. Share some at your family gatherings. It'll make things a little bit less awkward. Maybe Aunt Beth hasn't tried Built Bars yet. You can be the one to turn her on to her new favorite protein bar. New surprises are coming at Built.com all month long. Limited time flavors arriving regularly. So make sure you check out the site often. There's nothing like Built Bar Black Friday. So mark your calendars. Black Friday will be a huge event. With all sorts of surprises, go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. And while you're eating that built bar, why not check out the odds, lines, and props over at betonline.ag? Still your number one spot for basketball, football, any sports action all season long. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website, sign up today, and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code. Locked on against that's promo code locked on. You'll get a fifteen percent welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline.ag. They got all the basketball, football, hockey, boxing, UFC, Vegas casino games, whatever you want. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for twenty twenty one. BetOnline is the fastest, and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Back now to wrap up today's episode and the week here at the Locked On Bucks Podcast. David Harrison, going solo on Twitter at dHarrison eighty two. My co-host James is at JRCO underscore Bucks show at locked on Bucks. Find everything we're writing about your Tampa Bay Buccaneers at BucksNation.com on Twitter at Bucks underscore nation talking about the positioning that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in. We have a little bit of time here, kind of an extra segment that we can we can go through before we look at our uh, our final preview for the Monday night football game that drops Sunday night on YouTube, Monday morning on all audio platforms. Uh, so, I figure let's take a look at that playoff picture. Let's take a look at what Mo was kind of talking about. Currently, guys, in the NFC, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers sit in the fourth seed at six and three, would host the fifth seed Los Angeles Rams. So, that'd be a nice rematch, get right uh, contest for the Bucs, right? The Green Bay Packers currently sit in first place. Second seed is the Arizona Cardinals at eight and two, while Dallas Cowboys at seven and two currently hold the third seed. New Orleans Saints and the Carolina Panthers representing the NFC South in the tail end. Come in with the sixth and seventh seeds, respectively. Uh, just for general purpose, over on the AFC side, Tennessee holds the one spot, Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens, followed by the Kansas City Chiefs in two, three, and four. Five, six, and seven are the Pittsburgh Steelers, New England Patriots, and the Los Angeles Chargers. So let's take a look at this week 11, go through some picks. James and I will be making our picks, and I will publish them on the Lockdown Bucks Twitter account uh, via Tally's site on Sunday. So his picks are going to be a little bit different. Your picks might be a little bit different. Let's go through here and kind of look at where the Buccaneers really stand right now. As I record this, it is Thursday night. The New England Patriots are currently defeating the Atlanta Falcons. I think that trend is going to continue. And I know James also picked the Patriots to win Thursday night football. So let's go with that. I'll continue down here. Buffalo is going to beat Indianapolis. The Carolina Panthers to beat Washington. I'm going to take the Bears to beat the Baltimore Ravens right now just because of Lamar Jackson's illness. We'll see how that develops. That pick may change. But for now, let's go Bears over Ravens, uh, Browns over Lions, Niners over Jaggers over the Minnesota Vikings, Dolphins over Jets. I'm taking the Eagles to win at home against the New Orleans Saints, Tennessee Titans over the Houston Texans. I'm taking the Raiders over the Bengals. I'm kind of on the fence about that one as well. Chiefs over Cowboys it's in Kansas City. I think the Chiefs are playing better. I think they're all the way back. but I think they're playing better and good enough to beat the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. I'm going Seahawks over Cardinals. Kyler Murray uh, status. still a little bit up in the air. I don't think DeAndre Hopkins comes back. I think Russell Wilson is kind of out looking to prove that he uh, is still dangerous. So at home, I'm going to take them in that contest, taking Chargers over Steelers and bucks over giants. So if all those things happen, and I know some of you guys are going to disagree with some of my picks. I'm sure James is going to have some different picks, but if all that happens, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers finish week 11 as the third seed, seven and three, would be hosting the Carolina Panthers, sixth seed uh, in the NFC at that point in time. The Green Bay Packers would still hold the number one seed. Let's go fast forward it one more week real quick. Let's look at week 12, uh, if you will, and Chicago Bears over the Detroit Lions there, Dallas Cowboys, Las Vegas Raiders. I'm going to take the Cowboys, Bills over the Saints. Uh, Let's go Bengals over the Steelers, Jets over the Texans, Buccaneers and Colts. I think it's going to be a tough matchup, but we're going to take the Buccaneers for right now. In that matchup, Falcons over Jags. I think that'll happen. Panthers and Dolphins. I'm going Dolphins on that one. Uh, by then, people will have more film on the Cam Newton offense. So I think the Miami Dolphins will be able to put together a good defensive package. I'm going to take the Pats over the Titans. I'm a little bit of a believer there. Eagles over the Giants. I'm going to go Chargers over Broncos. I'm going to go Rams over Packers. I think that's that's definitely a toss-up there. Vikings over Niners. Browns over Ravens. And uh, let's, let's take Seattle over... The Washington football team. So in this scenario, if those things happen for the next two weeks, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would be eight and three. I think people would be a little bit more comfortable, right? They would still be the third seed, but they would be tied in record with the Dallas Cowboys and Arizona Cardinals. The Cowboys would own a tiebreaker and uh the Green Bay Packers would be the number one seed nine and three, but the Bucs would be one win out of the number one seed, right? Obviously, the Packers would have more games played and they would be hosting the Philadelphia Eagles if all of this comes true. So Kind of the most point, right? Really, it's, you know, you got to get off the skid. You got to break the losing streak, defeat the New York Giants first. But if you do that and you come back, you get a little bit healthier and you have a win over the Indianapolis Colts. You're eight and three with the snap of a finger. You're very much in control of your own destiny within spinning range of the number one seed. And uh, maybe we can get back to a little bit of sense of normalcy. Honestly, guys, I don't know that I want the Buccaneers to have the bye week, but that's the conversation we can have later on for now. We're going to get out of here, guys. Manny and Mo, again, thank you for your voicemails and your contributions to today's episode. And thank you, everyone, for making the Locked On Bucks podcast your first listen or view every single day. Now make your second listen to Locked On Bets podcast with your boy Q and Lee Sterling, giving you all the betting information you need to make smart decisions James and I will be back on Monday with our final preview of this week's Monday night football match between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New York Giants. If you have your own takes or bold predictions that you want to send into the show, do so by finding us on Twitter at DHarrison82, at JRColens4Bucks, at Locked on bucks, or send them in to Locked on bucks podcast at gmail.com. Call in and leave a voicemail, 813 444 5841. If you have a take on Antonio Brown on the game coming up or anything else or a question, by all means, please share it with us. Until we speak again, if you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another, and thank you for joining me right here at Locked On Bucks.